for Wednesday, March 14th. This is Market Foolery coming to you. As you hear the planes overhead coming you from downtown Austin, Texas, we are here at South by Southwest. And more specifically, we are at the We DC House, and I am thrilled that the CEO and president of the DC Economic Partnership, Mr. Keith Sellers, is here. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Chris. Well, actually, I mean, you're you're here like 14 hours a day, so I guess I should say thank you for letting me come by the house <laughs> and take some of your time because you're you're a busy man um, here at the DC House. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I was saying before we started taping, one of the biggest changes I've seen over the last just three years here at South by Southwest is a bigger and bigger presence from cities. Um, and I've lived in Washington, D.C., in the area for about 25 years, and when I first moved here, it was a company town, and the company was the United States government. I mean, it was a, it was a poli it was the center of politics. That was it, and it's been one of the most gratifying things for me as someone who's interested in business to see Washington D.C. become more of a business center, more of a center from entrepreneurship. Um, what are some of the things? That you, and we're going to talk about Amazon. For anyone who's listening, is he going to ask him? About, yes, of course, I'm going to ask him about Amazon. We'll get to that, but. Um, one of the things I've noticed that you've been doing with the Economic Partnership is really fostering entrepreneurship in Washington, D.C. Um, how has that effort been received? Because, again, for so long, Washington, D.C. was a center of government, and there are, depending on who you talk to, some parts of government that are kind of resistant to business. How, how have you been able to make this partnership work? Well, I think it's an excellent question. Um, you really have to go back to the 2007, 2008. So when the market crashed and the economy went south, DC was very forward thinking and progressive as far as, oh, we need to diversify our economy. Um, and so at that time, the leaders realized that we need to look beyond just the federal government. Um, and you know, if you look at what happened in Detroit um, during that time with the automobile industry, it made us realize that, hey, we need to do more than just focus on the federal government, that diversify our economy, whether it's uh, focusing on the tech industry, with the entrepreneurs, the creative economy. And so it was a, a very concerted effort in, as far as doing that. And we started looking at various conferences, um, one being South by Southwest. Um, this will be the city's sixth year of being here in Austin, Texas, um, the fourth year at the WeDC House um, promoting Washington, D.C. for innovation and inclusiveness. And for anyone who's never been to South by Southwest, and I'm assuming that's most people listening, um, there's the big trade show floor where uh, there are cities and countries that have set up booths. Some booths are larger than others. Um, but then what you've been doing with the D.C. House is literally taking over an entire building uh, in downtown Austin, making it over. Uh, uh, yeah, there you can come by and get a really nice cup of coffee. Um, but there's also breakout sessions that you're having, interesting panel discussion, networking opportunities. Um, two questions to you. First, in terms of the entrepreneurs, the small business owners, and, and people who are striving to be small business owners, what are some of the things, what are some of the common questions that you get from them? Regarding South by Southwest? South by Southwest and then just sort of setting up business in D.C. in general. Oh, 
So a lot of folks want to know what the ecosystem is like for starting a business in D.C. How supportive is the government? What incentives are there available for the startup community um, and just connecting folks? So my organization, we don't con control any money or nor do we control any real estate. We um, research um, and, and repackage the information that's already there, both on the private sector and public sector, um, and reform reformat that information where it's easily digestible for entrepreneurs. Um, along those lines, we also provide um, the services as far as convening of folks from the private sector and the public sector in, in formats that are um, really smart and easy for people to grasp um, the information um, and connecting folks. Um, at South by Southwest here, working with entrepreneurs, we like to like bring people together and then move out the way <laughs> and, and let business um, take its own form there. So as far as technical assistance, there are a lot of folks who, and organizations who do that. We don't focus on that aspect of it. It's, we just provide the, the platform where businesses can just go and thrive. And in terms of larger businesses that are looking to operate in D.C., and I'm assuming regardless of the city, and I, I talked with some of the, uh, the different uh, cities and regions that had booths set up at the trade show and sort of getting a sense of, of what people are interested in, uh, any business with half a brain is going to, one of their first questions is probably going to be about taxes and sort of like what kind of tax breaks or tax incentives can we get. But beyond that, when it comes to some of the larger companies that you encounter, what are what are the types of questions that they're asking? So the common, whether you're a large business or a small um, company, startup, people are looking for talent. They want to know, do the, does DC have the resources for my company to grow? Um, and the answer to that is yes. We're one of the most highly ed educated um, cities in the United States. Uh, most people have post-graduate um, degrees um, and it, we're not short of finding that talent in Washington, D.C. Uh, before your current position, uh, I noticed in your bio that you spent a dozen or so years working for Whole Foods. Um, what were you doing for Whole Foods and what was your reaction when you saw that <laughs> Amazon got bought? Um, or Amazon bought Whole Foods? I was really excited. Uh, um, <laughs> I think that was the reaction of almost every Whole Foods shareholder, myself included. And I was like, thank God I still have um, stock in Whole Foods market. And so I was pleasantly surprised um, along those lines. Um, but in terms of like, what, what were you doing for them uh, when you were working? So when I was working at um, Whole Foods Market, it was actually a company called Wellspring Grocery. We were the first company that was acquired by Whole Foods. Um, it was a company of two. Whole Foods had five stores. Um, and they acquired us in, in um, Durham, North Carolina. Durham and Raleigh um, and opened a store in, um, sorry, Durham, Chapel Hill and opened a store in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then from then on, I went around the country opening um, and managing stores around the country for Whole Foods Market for about 13 years. That's a lot of traveling. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, it was an education. <laughs> That's good though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Amazon, um, uh, I would be crazy if I didn't ask you I'm not asking you to divulge any secrets or any inside information, at least not while we're recording this. After we're done taping, then I'll ask for the inside information. Um, uh, what, if anything, can you share about uh, 
Washington, D.C. intersecting with Amazon as Amazon looks to establish the second headquarters. Um, anything you can share about how those conversations um, have gone? Anything about a timeline? People are asking me, like, when, when do you think Amazon's going to decide? And I, I just sort of shrug and say, well, I think later this year. I'm not sure. I, I, I think... <laughs> What I've been told is that they're going to make a decision by the end of the, the calendar year. And it's just general information. I don't have any more detail than that. I wish I did have a crystal ball. But I'm, I'm really excited for the district um, as well as the region because of what I think it does is it, it um, has placed us in a different place than we've been over the past 10 years. So people are taking DC a lot more serious for corporations to relocate um, their companies to the Washington DC. And 10 years ago, we would have never been in consideration. Yeah, I, I, when I first started working at The Motley Fool in the late 90s, Northern Virginia was trying to sort of build itself up, and not without merit, uh, as uh, a tech hub. Uh, there's been some level of success there. So it, it, it is sort of interesting to see that Amazon has their list of 20 cities. Three of them are right on top of each other in terms of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Montgomery County. Do you feel like it is a win for Washington, D.C. if any one of those three gets picked? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think it just speaks to the region, um, to D.C. as being the capital of the United States and of international capital. People gravitate towards D.C. because of the, the, um, the workforces there, the power, the influence, um, the demographics, um, the education, as I mentioned, as far as the residents of D.C. Um, if you want to expand and grow your business, it's a great place to do that. Um, I like to tell folks that 10, 15 years ago, we were the hole in the, in the donut. Now we're the jelly in the donut. Um, everybody wants to be in the center of the metropolitan area because we're where folks want to be. And we find that whether it's young folks who are re starting out their careers or folks who have come to D.C. to go to school and they decide to stay, or people who want to come back, um, as well as empty nesters. Um, so there's, it's a great opportunity for many folks. Uh, as people listening can probably tell, uh, music is part of the South by Southwest Festival. Uh, the DC house this year is on 6th Street, uh, which tends to be sort of a hopping area. You're a pro when it comes to uh, South by Southwest. This is your sixth year coming? The sixth year, been personally my seventh year of coming to South by Southwest. Um, we started out in a small footprint um, six years ago. We did a lot of research and kind of figure out what worked and what doesn't work. Um, we chose purposely not to locate within the convention center. Um, we wanted to um, position ourselves differently than other municipalities and we realized that the activation needed to be unique just like DC is. And so what we've done over the past four years is that we've taken over a restaurant, um, started out doing it for four day activation and we realized that was way too much <laughs> um, and we've scaled down to three days for the for the past two years and this year we have um, a two-day activation um, here in Austin Texas and it's been very effective last question then I'll let you go because uh, again you're you're essentially the host of DC house so I appreciate you letting me steal a little bit of your time uh, for anyone going to Washington DC 
there are the obvious things that any tourist can do and, and sort of whether it's uh, places to go during the day, the Smithsonian, that sort of thing. What is sort of an off the beaten path tip that you like to give people who are coming to DC, whether it's a restaurant or just a place to go or sort of like a, a, a non-obvious place for a tourist to go? What's one tip? My favorite off the beaten path um, location to visit is the um, U.S. Arboretum, um, which is off of um, in the north northeastern part of the town. It's a jewel. It's um, uh, run by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, um, and it's just you, you would never realize that you were in the, in the nation's capital being at the Arboretum. Keith Sellers, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Fuller. The show is mixed by DJ Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>